welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Bitch, who are you? <laughs> Who's we then, bitch? Don't do this. <laughs> My name is Bianca. I'm Matthew. And welcome to the first episode of our podcast. Thank you, five. Right? That's a theater reference. I didn't know we were doing theater references, but we still can. Welcome to M and B. Wow, problems. you act like we didn't plan this. Damn. Welcome to M and B problems. Ooh, yes. Okay, so this name actually came from a long time ago. We used to meet at this one same table at McDonald's, and there was this manager who worked there named Wig. Well. <laughs> name wasn't wig we never knew her real name <laughs> we called her wig because she wore a wig and we loved her but anyway we just we would always hang out and then we would talk about these problems and they were so damn funny so we came up with our own hashtag on twitter hashtag m and b problems and sometimes we like get on twitter and look up our old hashtag and laugh at our old tweet because half of them were just so stupid and then the other half are inside jokes that we can't remember anymore. Yeah. So, honestly, I guess that's just how the name of our podcast came about. Yeah. I thought it would be cool if we got, you know, big enough that people could actually tweet out our hashtag that we made up years ago. And, I mean, we're already big enough, but... Some of us. <laughs> oh. Anyway, Matt, today I would like to talk about the current situation the coronavirus pandemic and that's not overdone. how everyone just be getting big at home. Don't say everyone. I have not gained any weight since the pandemic started. Listen, all I'm saying is your clothes are a little bit tighter. Wow. That is not because of the pandemic. I gained all the weight before the pandemic began. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I have maintained my weight ever since. So don't do me. Anyway, on a serious note, social distancing. It's not a thing anymore. That's true. We're literally using one microphone to record this podcast like six inches away from each other. And Matt's spit literally just flew onto my lip. So blessed. I don't, I don't know. Are we doing something bad here by doing this? Um, People are going to do what they want. If they're allowed to do it, they're going to do it. That's my whole thing with this pandemic. Like, we have the government making all these decisions, and we're following those decisions, whether or not we think they're correct. Correct. Or, and justified. Right. So, if people are allowed to do it, they're going to do it. I agree. And, and I'm one of those people. Just kidding. I don't go anywhere to begin with. Me coming over to matt's house after work i know i'm surprised you're here yeah honestly because i would be at home in bed right now probably naked probably crying over something is that really how it is should i be worried about you you probably should be in any case wow so bianca and i were both big into theater it's what we love to do I, you know, pretty much got Bianca into it. Which is funny, because when we met, we weren't, I was not, a, a, like, a theater person. Matt was very theatrical. 
basically our senior year of high school, he conned me into theater class. Conned? Talked me into it. You conned me into doing the first musical, though. That's true. He basically said our friendship was over if I didn't show okay, up. Okay, I don't, I don't think all that happened. Bitch, I was ready to throw up, and you were not being compassionate. I wasn't even there. That's true, but still, <laughs> oh the God. point remains, bitch. The point remains. Anyway, it, it's it's kind of funny because we, I don't really know when we first met that we were very compatible as friends. I, I mean, I used to do this all the time. Like, especially when I was a teenager, I would adopt an introvert, which is what exactly what I did to you. You sat right behind me in one of our classes and I just started talking to you and you were like, please stop talking to me. And I never stopped. And here we are now, <laughs> 12 years later, <laughs> doing a podcast. Mm, has it really been 12? I feel like it's been longer than that. 2007 is when we met. Really? Yeah. 2007, 8, 8, 9, 9, 10, Oh, it's been like 13 years. Wow. I guess that's not much bigger than 12, but. Wow. When is our 10-year reunion coming up? I mean, 2021, but I don't oh, know. <laughs> 2011. <laughs> you can tell who paid attention in school and who didn't. Because I can add and subtract. <laughs> Go on with the story, Matt. I don't even remember what story I was talking about. The high school reunion. Oh, I don't know who's going to plan it. But it's it would be theoretically 2021. And I honestly don't know who's going to show up. If you are one if of our former classmates, it, please tell us if you're going to show up. Because then we just might make an appearance. True. Hashtag MNB problems. Tell us if you're going to the 2011 10-year high school reunion <laughs> of Elkhart Memorial <laughs> High School. <laughs> um, but if they host it, I'm definitely going. I feel like I could show out in front of them. I feel like I don't, I never really made a splash. I sat with like. Oh, you made a splash. Bitch. <laughs> I heard about you in gym class. Shut up. <laughs> you a hoe for that one. Anyway. Um, no, I, I, I sat with all the theater kids. But I sat at, like, the end of the table. That's true. It was, like, the choir people. Yeah, the choir. Some of them did theater. But I sat with them. But I was at, like, the end of the table. So, occasionally I was privy to the conversations that went on in the choir department. And, oh, my God. Drama. Okay, but you know that I was always filling you in. It didn't matter if you heard them or not. You you had the one the source and that was me. That's very true. That's true. I, however, I it, it was just kind of funny that I was like on the cusp of a certain clique in high school, but I was never in one. That's true. And then you, well, I guess if we're not counting, this is a test, which is a show that our theater class put on. It doesn't count. I think it counts, but Bianca... It's because you were a lead. Bianca also had lines, and she was my best friend in the show. But anyway, 
you didn't do your first musical until 2017. Yeah. So that's like six years after high school. And I honestly, truthfully, I don't know what made me do it. I think what happened was uh, as I lost a sizable amount of weight and I was like, I was feeling good about myself. And then the day of it was happening, I was waiting for my ride to pick me up. The day of the audition? The day of the audition, yeah. And I was wanted to throw up. I was laying on my bed. My stomach hurt so bad. And it, it was two of my friends. Well, like two of our mutual friends who were giving her a ride. So I was getting all this information from them. Like, Bianca's over here shaking and all this other stuff. And I, I truthfully was. And, and you know what? As soon as it was over, it was like the best feeling in the world. Because... Really? Really? Okay, Pam. Oh, my God. I'm just trying to get closer to the mic when I talk. Anyway, um, it was the best feeling in the world because I feel like I, I like overcame a fear that day. And then from that point on, it's like an addiction now. I'm just, I'm addicted to theater now. I love it. It's what I want to do. And it's true. Now she doesn't shut the fuck up about bitch, it. Everything listen. she talks about is theater. I'm like, was I like this? Is this what our friendship was, but reversed? Not really. Well, well, I, you know, honestly, back in high school, I can't remember how the shit we ever talked about. High school, you didn't do it till six years after. I'm talking about the six years in between high school and when you auditioned. Was I like always talking about the? You were always talking about being in the show and going to a rehearsal. I can't help. I'm in demand. If you could see the fucking look I just gave him. <laughs> this is also one of the dynamics of our friendship. Is Matt, you are truly talented. Thank you. And she's about you to say are something shitty. I can, some... I can <laughs> You're somewhat graceful about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that all? That's all I was going. That's I can't remember where I was going to go with okay. that. Okay. Thank you for those compliments. You're welcome. Now, do you have any compliments for me? Your eyebrows look good. Anything else? What? I like the gold eyeshadow. I just complimented you on being a talented performer. Okay, so what is this? I'm just supposed to compliment you because you complimented me? Isn't that how friendship works? Girl, take the L. I'm playing that <laughs> Actually, Bianca is a fabulous dancer, which I never in my life would have expected. She looked like a clunky, like, un- uncoordinated <laughs> bitch. She does. If you just see her, you're like, you peg her as uncoordinated. But no, she's got it. Like, she's got the moves. And for some reason, the stamina, like, I don't know where that comes from. Especially being so big. (laughs) Remember when you fell? (laughs) During Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. I rolled my ankle. (laughs) If I had fallen on my ankle, the shit would never be right. (laughs) It would have broke, and I probably wouldn't have been able to do the show. But the show must go on, and I went on. That's right. The show must go on. And I went on with my rolled ankle and it fucking hurt. Bianca is a professional. Matt, do you remember that one time you fell off the stage during Little Shop of Horrors? Uh Uh-uh, no. 
I don't let me re that. let me refresh your memory. It was during Skid Row. <laughs> oh my God. And there was an ensemble to this show. So I was able to be a part of it. Well, and who was I? What do you mean? Who was I in Little Shop? You were Seymour, the oh. the lead. Rightfully so. Oh. And others who claim it wasn't rightful. Well, that's on you. That's on you, boo. <laughs> anyway, the night of the performance, nobody could have ever thought it would happen. Everything was going smooth. The show started great, unless it was the night that the mic wasn't turned on while Mark was doing his opening lines as the narrator. Remember that happening? I think that was opening night. No, I, I think it was like the second week. Oh, well, no. My thing happened on the second night. It was the first Saturday. Are you serious? The second night? Yeah. The first Saturday performance. Oh, shit. Anyway. We're doing Skid Row. We have these dances where we go down on our knees. And Matt, who's playing Seymour, also has that same move. But he goes down at a different time. He goes down faster um, and closer to the edge of the stage. Well, Matt... <laughs> Decided to get too close to the, to the stage. Decided. And all I can tell you is that I flinched so hard. <laughs> like, I, it was, I thought you were dead for a second. For a split second, I thought, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to, what the, what the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. Am I going to. What's going to happen? Race off stage? Because I was ready to jump down after your ass. <laughs> <laughs> to see if you were okay. <laughs> and this boy pops up on his two feet like fucking nothing ever happened. Keeps singing, doesn't miss a beat, walks back up the stairs on stage and gets into position for the end of the, the number. <laughs> to, to give you an idea of how fast this happened, I went down. I don't, I mean, I assume the people listening to this are theater related, like, so I assume you know Little Shop of Horrors. And in the song, Seymour says, um, depression's just status quo. And on the word quo is when I'm supposed to go down on my knees. And that's when I fell off the stage. And I was back up, going up the stairs by the time we all sing Down on Skid Row. It's like, I cannot, when I remember that fall, I feel like it was so long, like, it was the fall. I slide off the stage. I scratch up my shins. I land on the dude in the front row. And then I pop back up. Who I'm, saved you, by the way. True. Honestly. And I'm going up the stairs and I'm singing down on Skid Row. And it just feels like the longest moment I've ever experienced. But it was so short. And I could just like, I heard the audience gasp. I heard some people gasp. I know a lot of people after the fact thought that was part of the show. Thought you were supposed... That's how smooth it was. I got asked by many, many people if that was supposed to happen. Honestly, that was one of, like... It was terrifying in the moment that when it happened, but it was honestly one of the best theater moments I think I've ever... I probably ever will see. I was so embarrassed. Now I can talk about it, and it's hilarious, but that, during the performance, I was so embarrassed. I didn't want to talk to any of my castmates. Like, I just wanted to absorb myself into the character and not think about anything else or what just happened. And I honestly cannot believe that I did not forget a single line after that. I can't either. I would That would have thrown me 
So because I don't, the character doesn't even go off stage after that song. Like you got a scene right after that. You don't even leave the stage <laughs> until after Grow For Me. Do you remember? I Okay, so I was Mrs. Lewis. I was one of the side parts. Mm, mm-hmm. And we had come up with this choreography or this blocking mm-hmm. during that number where I basically shove your head into my boobs. <laughs> yes. And then I push your head away. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're, oh, we're doing the thing. Your head's all to my boobs. And then I go to push your head away. And she's wearing gloves, like white gloves. And he's wearing glasses with no lenses. lenses. Yeah. And my finger goes straight up into your eye. In my <laughs> eye. Into my eyeball. She touched my eye. She touched my eye. During a performance. Okay, this was not a rehearsal. She shoves her finger, her gloved finger, shoved. into my eye. Look, it was by accident. And, and as soon as I did it. I wish I could show you a video of what my face could do like if this were a videoed podcast i'd be showing you exactly i'm standing there winced in my eye trying not to blink <laughs> trying not to rub it i just <sighs> and the funniest part is he had to stay on stage <laughs> till the end of the show and I, after it happened and i'm standing there trying not to rub it and i'm like wincing my eye or what i look at bianca and she looks at me and she looks so guilty <laughs> She's like, I, her face says, I am so sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. Like I threw the money in the air and then I walked off stage and if Dan was backstage because he was coming on for his part. And I was like, oh my God, I just shoved my finger in Matt's eye. As soon as you pulled back, I could see you like trying to blink really hard to like try and like alleviate the pain. Oh my gosh. Terrible. But. That was probably one of the funniest things. That show had some moments. On and off stage. You should listen to Art 4's interview with Mimi Bell. 5410, I think, or something like that. 5710. Just listen to what she got to say about Little Shopping. (laughs) That's all I got to (laughs) say. All right. Well, this wraps up the first episode of our podcast. I think it was successful to some degree. Mm-hmm. Sure I guess we'll let you decide. Well, I'm sure there's some shit we're going to have to edit out. Knowing us, we probably said something controversial. <laughs> what they going to do? Be my ass? <laughs> Not listen. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thank you for joining us for another episode or our first episode mm-hmm. of M&B Problems. Yeah, a really great... Wait. A really great quote that I like from one of my favorite YouTube series, Got to Be Real, is, thank you for listening. Thank me for speaking. True words have never been said. My name is Bianca. I'm Matthew. And join us next time.